When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to the Legend of Zelda Lorecast. I'm your host, Aaron, and joining me is just Ariel. Is the amazing and illustrious Ariel. We're back at it. Deal with Yay. it. <laughs> so, Ariel. Hmm. We're gonna talk about one of my uh favorite creatures in the Legend of Zelda series today. Oh. Fairies. Hmm. I'll explain why they're my favorites later on, too. Huh. Uh, <laughs> they're not my favorite, but they are one of my favorites. <sighs> so, should we just dive into this one? I think we should fly in. We should We should fly in. <laughs> Do I have to deal with this the whole episode? <laughs> I'm sorry. It was there and I had to. All right. <laughs> So, since we're just flying on into this, I guess the first question we should ask is, uh, what are fairies? So, uh, I actually have a a breakdown here for you. So, fairies are spirits that bestow life force to those in need. That is directly from the Hyrule Historia. We're going to go a little bit more in depth with it, though. So, essentially, they are spirits or beings that have been granted great power from the goddesses and they use this power to help life other life forms that are in need of help we see this a lot throughout the series when they're helping link all the time <laughs> no. no 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 so there's a little bit more to this as well Fairies are fairies operate in kind of like a hierarchy, which Ariel's got a little bit more info on that hierarchy later, but I'm going to go in a brief synopsis over it. So in order to make sure that they can help out in the best ways possible, they run in this hierarchy, which is essentially you have the great fairies, the big fairies, and then the fairy spirits. 
We also have arguably the stray fairies, but that is something that doesn't really fall into the hierarchy. It's kind of a weird thing. But anyway, that's our hierarchy. The great fairies, the big fairies, and the fairy spirits. So there is, however, over all of this, a fairy queen who is enormously powerful. And I'm not really going to go too much into it further than that, because Ariel, that is a whole character that you've got. Yay. (laughs) Um, But I am going to go, now that we know what the fairies are, I'm going to go over what their actual duties are. So we're going to start with great fairies here. Great fairies are basically bigger versions of regular fairies. Um, and they are the same size as a full-grown Hylian or larger. And they are mostly a winged female form. The only exception to this rule is the Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, and Hyrule Warriors. They don't have wings. And this is because they've kind of decided to take a different design to this in this direction moving forward. So the great fairies are always found in fairy fountains known as none other than the great fairy fountains. And these are usually either areas that we have to unlock through means of rupees or magical means or something of the sort, or you stumble upon depending on what game you're playing and you know, what era it is and what's happened. So that is great fairies. Uh, Big fairies are essentially just large versions of the fairies that we see floating and fluttering around. And these are seen in Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask only. And they basically just resemble giant glowing wingless balls. That's all they are. They don't really play any other importance except for they're the, you know, they're just like any other fairy. They go out and they do tasks. (laughs) And then we have our fairy spirits. Uh, Fairy spirits. They're they're the ones you see a lot of the time in the games. Uh, You know, Navi, uh, Tattle, Tail. These are our winged glowing orbs spirits that assist us as the adventurer or assist other creatures like the Kokiri or you know whoever they are essentially messengers and servant spirits to the great fairies so yeah that's pretty much our different kinds of fairies aside from the stray fairies which they're just shattered versions of the great fairies that's essentially all they are. They're just shattered versions of their former selves. They're the only fairies that take a form that does not resemble a ball of light and is smaller than a great fairy. Uh, and they they kind of looked like babies with bows, is what I always thought of them as, but it's like wings on the back of their heads. <laughs> that weird looking. <laughs> so that's pretty much what fairies are and their hierarchy. Let's talk a little bit about their powers, shall we, Ariel? I suppose so. (laughs) So 
number one thing that comes to mind every time somebody says fairies and Legend of Zelda, healing, 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 healing. Yes, that is a big power. So aside from healing, though, and they can resurrect Link from being fallen in battle, they also have other abilities like they can grant gifts to mortal beings, such as they we've seen them do unto Link giving him the ability to use magic, giving him the ability to use stronger magic or magic longer, giving him a magical weapon to wield. You know, we've we've given him magic attacks. We've seen them grant magical abilities to Link. We've we and we've seen it to other beings as well. You know, we won't go too much in depth in that one because it'll be brought up in a game later on. Uh, something to do with Tangle. Uh <laughs> But yes, they can grant magical abilities to other beings. In addition to this, they can also assist with great knowledge. They have almost a infinite abundance of knowledge. We witnessed this with Navi. Navi is kind of our guide in Ocarina of Time. And throughout the game, she's constantly throwing us hints and tidbits about things that, you know, to us as the player, they're common sense. But if you look at it from Link's perspective, it's extremely knowledgeable to know these things about the the Stalfos and, you know, know these things about Ganon and where his powers come from. And it's incredible that they have this amount of knowledge and that can also be accounted to their magical abilities. The other thing is their magic is solely dependent on whether they are needed or not. The thing about fairies is once their task is complete, they cease to exist. So if a great fairy gave one of the minor fairies the task to go help this farmer deliver water to his neighbor, okay. Once the task is complete and that water is delivered, the fairy ceases to exist anymore. So this being of great omnipotence and power has a greater rule, which is it can only exist if its purpose has not been met. That is why fairies are one of my favorite creatures, because that is a very humbling thought. I don't like it. Why not? I've... uh... I don't know. They're kind of... To me, they're their own things. So the fact that they live solely to finish a task and then they're gone just seems kind of... They deserve to live too. Yeah, I agree. It's kind of bogus that they literally live long enough to complete a task. And sometimes I can't can't help but wonder if it's not like a minute ridiculous task (laughs) in my head I was thinking your task is to flush the toilet (laughs) poof fairy ceases to exist (laughs) that'd be so heartbreaking I'd be angry (laughs) (laughs) I refuse to die because that is a bogus task (laughs) uh yeah uh so uh I got some, uh, I got top 10 facts here from a, a website, uh, The Gamer. Do you want to hear them? Not particularly. 
Well, too bad. You're going to hear them anyway. I figured. <laughs> so our number 10 fact is they can be broken apart into smaller fairies. Uh, we see this happen with none other than Skull Kid. We just got done talking about that. Ew. Boo. So, yes, they can be broken apart into smaller fairies. So not only did they have one task in life, they could also be broken apart. <laughs> They're just not getting the best of luck with this, are they? Uh, number nine, fairies are now without wings. This is something we uh, kind of talked about earlier when we we're talking about how fairies look. And in the old designs, they actually did have, they were like basically big old humanoids with fairy wings. They've kind of moved away from that with the new 3D versions. Uh, but, you know, we still see our winged fairies and our uh, tinier versions. They really did fairies bogus, didn't they? They did. So um, the next one is Ocarina of Time marks a change in the fairies tactics. So what this is talking about is exactly what I referenced when we were talking about fairies powers and abilities. In the old games, all they did was restore your life or your magic. And that was it. In the newer games, like moving forward from 3D versions and up, they give you like additional powers and items and they upgrade you and you know so on and so forth they've been given more purpose moving forward into the games so this one next one number seven they've taken a turn towards violence <laughs> this one this one cracked me up <laughs> so they're referencing hyrule warriors in this one and in hyrule warriors Instead of fairies taking on like a healing kind of style, they take on more of a like aggressive attack style, uh, especially when you get the great fairies. Um, they turn into like playable characters when you get the when we get to the like the Breath of the Wild Hyrule Warriors. It goes on in this article to say that they actually become DLC bosses. Uh, in the uh, Hyrule Warriors, which they do. I just haven't got there yet. I'm playing through Hyrule Warriors right now. I have a confession to make. Okay. Are I you would... no fool? No, I'm not. <laughs> but I don't like Hyrule Warriors. Oh! You know what? It's okay. Because it's a Hack'em Slash'em version. It's not for everybody. Yeah, I just wasn't a fan. Again, it's not for everybody. This is a style of gameplay that pertains to a certain genre of gamer, to be honest. And we'll talk more about it when we get to the Hyrule Warriors games, but I get it. So, number six. They share a secret connection to Zelda. So, this portion is referencing you have to play Zelda's Lullaby in Ocarina of Time to summon the great fairies at the fountains. So they're implying with this that it has some sort of connection with Zelda. When in reality, when we dig deeper, they have more of a connection with the goddesses and Hylia because that's who created them. It's not so much Zelda as it is the goddess Hylia, who Zelda is reincarnated from, and the golden goddesses themselves. So, number five, they change locations. Now, 
this part of the article is going into that they appear in different locations throughout different games. And it's more so, again, another one that a lot of research didn't seem to be going behind. It's not that they've changed locations. It's that the great fairies... The world around them is constantly changing. They're basically eternal beings. So, yeah, they're not going to be in the same exact location every single time. But they're not too far off. And I can't wait till we get to map comparisons episode to show that. So, uh, number four here is, is they give ability to wield magic to Link. Uh, again, not a well-researched one. Link can wield magic. He just gets the ability to wield grander magics through the fairies. It's not that he's been given the ability to wield magic. Um, number three is they're connected to the Triforce. Again, goes without saying. This is because they're connected to the goddesses. Uh, number two, they're very trusting. Now, this one was an interesting one. Uh, they are extremely happy and, you know, very just everything. <laughs> Easiest way to explain it. Like, they're everything that is joy. Yeah, and they got done dirty. Yeah, well, yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, but what this is referencing is that there's not many safeguards to get into the Great Fairies Fountains or where the Great Fairies locations are. Uh, yes, they are beings that are entrusted to, like we said earlier, guide the living beings of this world. You know, that's so they're not going to have up all these giant guards. Plus, they're incredibly powerful, magical beings. So, I mean, do they really need like soldiers and guards and traps to get to them? Yes. <laughs> And number one, they view their skills as a form of blessing. Now, I did find this one interesting, and I did want to talk about it a little bit. This is why I bring up the article, because a lot of the things I wanted to talk about were in this specific article. The What this is talking about is that they don't, they don't look at their powers as like they're all-powerful beings, or that they are the greatest thing ever on this planet. They look at their powers as they've been granted a immense power and responsibility. It's a gift to them. It's not a, it's not a, a, a curse or they're not shunting their duties to help all living life forms. It's a gift to them. They enjoy this. And we see that every time they're summoned or, you know, when in Breath of the Wild, when you go to them and ask them for aid and, you know, upping your equipment and things, they're always so happy to give you assistance. It's because they look at their abilities and their position in life as a gift. I wanted to talk about that one specifically, especially after the comment you made with them getting done dirty. And I agree completely, but knowing how they feel. Does this change anything you think about that? No, they're still done dirty. <laughs> I'm curious to know what our listeners think. I mean, I, there's, I agree. They've been done dirty, but I love that the disposition they have of no matter 
how dirty they've been done, they still willingly will give their life for the pursuit of aiding those of other living beings on the planet. It's incredible. Yeah, I mean, you've, I view them as like almost pure and innocent. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm so mad they're done dirty. Yeah, oh, they really Something do get done so dirty. Something so pure deserves to live. <laughs> After more than one task. I mean, to be fair, it's just the minor fairies. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Even the minor ones don't matter. See, I actually wanted to bring something up with you. I have a theory. You ready, Ariel? Oh, boy. I have a theory that the minor fairies are, in fact, part of the great fairies. And that's why they disappear. They don't actually have their own existence so much as they are a part of the already existing great fairy. Because if the great fairy helps us, they don't disappear. They don't cease to exist. They're eternal beings. But what if the minor fairies are just pieces of the great fairies that they send out to help? I like it, but I'm I'm in a mood. I think it's because I'm really tired. Mm. So uh, what I'm envisioning is these like great fairies, like sneezing out these little tiny fairies, like little snot bubbles with wings. Oh no, 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 no! I don't want to envision that. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on in my head right now? But I do like that theory actually because it would make their I don't know still kind of sucks yeah but knowing that they were just a chunk of that fairy and maybe they would go back mm-hmm. to, you know I don't know so I do like it though I mean the reason I came up with this is because if you watch some of the animations and the Ocarina of Time both the original and the remastered Whenever the fairy comes out of the pool, you see tiny fairies kind of almost shedding off of her to feel the pool. I know it's it's a weird way to explain it, but go watch the animation and you'll see like they're like kind of appearing when she appears and it's almost like they're coming out of her hair and things. Did so she I, happen to sneeze? <laughs> I can't even do this with you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh. But yeah, so I encourage you to go watch the animations and tell me what you think of the theory. It would give a little bit of closure to the whole Navi dying thing, especially for Ocarina of Time. Maybe Navi's not actually dead. Maybe Navi's, again, a part of one of the great fairies. And this could also play into some things in Tears of the Kingdom. Yep. Navi's not dead. (laughs) Well, with that being said, that's all I have for now. Before we go to the mid-break, Ariel, is there anything you want to add with your two cents? Yeah. I'm very sorry, listeners, for my (laughs) random thoughts coming out today. It's good content. Fairy snot bubbles. That's good content. (laughs) It's great content. Well, with that being said, I think it's time for us to go to a mid-break. Ariel We're in the middle of the show This is usually the part where you say It's awful mentally in here This is the part where I say nothing Because I'm asleep You sleep, sleepy Ariel 
Ariel, you gave me a hard time last time. Do you want to read off our patrons today? Nah. Nah? You go right ahead. You do such a fantastic <laughs> job. I feel the sarcasm coming up. <laughs> uh, but in all seriousness, we do have to thank our wonderful patrons like our Golden Goddess level patrons, Kex and Maple Flapjacks. Our Hyrule Royalty patron, James Becker. Our Sheikah patrons, Deadeye, Fuel Grimmer, Nikki Lift Stuff, and our Kokiri patrons, of course, Jumanji and Remington Cloutier. And last but not least, an episode dedicated to this tier, our Fairy Level patrons, Doug Leamy. So thank you to our patrons. You're oh so wonderful, amazing, and we love you. Ditto. What he said. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, yes, thank you. Patrons, you all are awesome. And thank you, listeners. Mm-hmm. Because without you, we wouldn't have a show. No. And I love this show. I love doing this show. It's all right. It's okay. <laughs> it's all right. The sarcasm tonight. Uh, I'm just kidding. So while we're thanking our patrons and our lovely listeners, I just want to let you know, we have iTunes reviews back. It worked. Oh, the, they fixed it. The Karen email worked. The Karen email worked. <laughs> you never go full Karen, but I ha- can't argue it gets results. So. But anyway, let's read us some reviews. I have four picked out today. Are you ready? We're yes. going to go straight from the top of the list here. All right. This one says, I have a theory and tons of exclamation points. Five stars from Ganon R. Gerudo the third. I'm going to need you to count all of those exclamation points. Oh my gosh. Uh, Really? No, I'm not doing it. (laughs) I'll put my foot down. (laughs) So, the theory is, due to the fact that Pokemon and LOZ are in the same universe, I believe that monsters are Pokemon and the forms of monsters are data corruption. I don't think they are in the same universe. (laughs) Do you know how awesome that would be? I know, though. I almost want to say they are. <laughs> That'd be the coolest thing in the world. We're the greatest. Uh, I'm going to go catch me a uh, Bokoblin. And uh, I'll be right back. Uh, no. I'm going to be playing as Link with the Charizard. With the Charizard. Companion. Just <laughs> blasting everyone. Oh, my gosh. So the next one we have is from Con. I had to read it like that. Oh, I'm so point. sorry. It it's it says K A A H H N N N, all capitals. It's con. It is the same. Amazing podcast, five stars. This reignited my Zelda obsession. This is one of the best podcasts I have ever listened to. I will always be waiting for the next episode. Also, Keck's theory about the timelines merging said who and what came from which timeline, the Sheikah, the Yiga, and the Zonai may have come from different timelines. The Sheikah and the Yiga tribes decided to come together until the Yiga swore allegiance to Canon. The Zonai stayed and the others until they made their own technology. The Yiga came from the fallen timeline because there was a little good Sheikah left at that time of Zelda 2. And the Sheikah came from the child timeline because they were the most civilized out of the rest. The Zonai came from the adult timeline because they lived as barbarians on New Hyrule and were neglected by the royal family because they were barbaric. But 
They were descended from the original Sheikah. I actually kind of enjoy that theory. It's a pretty good one. No arguments here. It's pretty, it's pretty, uh, pretty on point. <laughs> so the next one comes to us from Lynx Nefuizzi. Nefuizzi. I don't know how to say that. <laughs> I hope I didn't butcher it. Uh, it says, love it. 110%. Five stars. Been a fan of LOZ since I was a kid. I've always enjoyed listening to the lore of the series and how it all ties together. I love the enthusiasm you and your guests have for the show, and it reminds me of why I love Zelda in the first place. If I could give y'all a high five, I would. I would accept that high five. So the final one we're going to read today comes to us from Alora Jex 7 Best podcast ever. A bajillion exclamation points. Five stars. Count them. Uh, no. The stars? Five. I counted them. See, I'm good at math. You knew exactly what I meant. <laughs> Hi, I'm Sour Patch Rabbit. I love LOZ so much. And this podcast has helped me learn so much more than what I already knew. I've played some of the games like Ocarina of Time, Twilight Princess, Breath of the Wild, and Wind Waker. My family loves LOZ so much that for Halloween, my cousin dressed up as Link from Ocarina of Time. And my sister dressed up as Navi. I have a question. What is your favorite enemy that's not a boss? And this is an infinity stars out of five stars. You guys are awesome. Keep going. Don't worry, we will. And I want to see these Halloween costumes. Yeah, that would be pretty sweet. I know. Uh, especially since it's Ocarina of Time Link. That one had to be a pretty hard one to pull off. The popped collar. That's all I got to say there. So, uh, question. We had a question. Um, favorite enemy that's not a boss? Answer. Are you telling me or are you telling me <laughs> you have an answer? <laughs> um, let's see. No, you're going to laugh. But I would have... I hate them so much that I love them. I want to guess. Octorock. Oh, my gosh. That was not what I was going to guess. <laughs> what were you going to guess? Lionels. Oh, no. I mean, they're cool. Oh. They're definitely cool. I like... Kicking their butts. Kicking their butts. Yeah. No, because Octoroks... I hate them so much. They're so annoying. They're so obnoxious. However, I feel like if I was... <laughs> I feel like if I was an enemy, I would be the most annoying one. <laughs> Just, I am out there to annoy you. Octorok. Oh my gosh. Love to hate him. Well, I actually do have to pick Lionels. Breath of the Wild Lionels. Uh, because they just seem so majestic and full of rage at the same time. They're just awesome. Uh, but anyway, uh, so that is all we have time for. I do have some emails and uh, we'll get to those in the next episode. I'm going to switch it back and forth because I don't want to spend a whole lot of time in the mid-break doing a ton of reviews and things um, because we have to catch up on so much now that we have iTunes back. But I will get to everything uh, and I will make sure everybody gets their shout-outs because we got some lovely emails from some lovely fans this last week and I can't wait to get to those. But 
that's all we have for that. Ariel, what'd you bring for this week? Sarcasm and weird, weird thoughts. <laughs> to be fair, you have been painting a room all day and moving a bunch of furniture. So I don't blame you for being tired. Yeah, I am. I'm pretty, pretty beat. But you know what's really cool? What do you got? This thing I brought for the mid-break. Let's go. So it's on Etsy and it's from Kokomi Creation. And it is a Navi necklace. It's so cool. It, that Just saying a Navi necklace doesn't even do it justice. So, so it's like a pearl necklace, right? Or faux pearl. And you've got Navi right in the middle of it. With chains coming down her. With little keys on the bottom. Then you've got like chains coming down the rest of the necklace. And it's got like a button on the end of one of the chains. And it's all like blue. It looks like a really elaborately done like fancy dress up necklace with Navi. I know. It's so pretty. And it's at a really, really good price of $15. Wow. For that? Yeah, it's super pretty. My explanation of it doesn't really do it justice. So. No, you'll have to go check it out. We'll have the link in the yeah! notes. Check it out. Well, to go with that, when you're dressing up and you're getting all dressed up fancy for the night, some people need uh, need to do their makeup too, right? They need to put their face on. Ariel, what would you say if I told you you could use some of the most awesome items and weapons from LOZ to put that face on? Are you telling me that I need to put a new face on? I know I'm not telling you. Your face is wonderful. You don't need to put a new face on. But if you wanted to, what if I told you you could do it with some awesome weapons and items from the LOZ series? That sounds cool and also terrifying. Can you imagine <laughs> trying to put makeup on with a weapon? <laughs> the Master Sword? <laughs> Well, you don't have to imagine because I have found the Legend of Zelda makeup brush set, five piece Ocarina of Time and Breath of the Wild edition. So you got two different options here. Uh, the Ocarina of Time. It's kind of weird. This is Ocarina of Time, but you have in this set the Lens of Truth with a very elaborately done Triforce at the bottom for your large brush. You have a sheathed master sword for a smaller brush, a Breath of the Wild master sword with the vines and the Z included for a detail brush. You have a master sword kind of weird looking sword uh, with the Hyrulean crest shield for one of your other detail brushes and none other than the master sword with Majora's mask or your final detail brush. In the first set, that's just the first set. In the second set, it looks like we have a Zonai axe, a, it looks like, I want to say the goddess sword version uh, for a detail brush. The master sword, I want to say in its first iteration, uh, don't quote me on that one uh, for another detail brush. You have one of the Gerudo Sabres or their scimitars as another detail brush. And it looks, I want to say this is a royal blade, like one of the blade, the pyro royalty blades. Uh, I'm not sure. 
Uh, but that is for the final detail brush. And you can get either one of these sets currently on Amazon, and we'll have the link yeah. in the show notes, uh, for the lovely little price of $12.99. That's for $12.99 per five-piece pack. Uh, these things are awesome, and if I needed to use them, I would get them. Because <laughs> they are so awesome. Yeah, I don't wear makeup, but if I did, I would definitely use those. Oh my gosh, they're epic. <laughs> but yeah, so that's what I brought for today's break. So I guess that brings us to the end of the mid-break. Unless Ariel has something to add. No. No, nothing? Nothing at all. Nothing about wonderful ocarinas and where to get them or dice? No, why would I? <laughs> But speaking of that. <laughs> Long dramatic pause. Oh, by the way. Since you want to mention that, I suppose I could uh, talk about going over to STL Ocarina using our promo code LOZLORE10 and save yourself 10% off of a beautiful ocarina. And I guess I could also, you know, talk about going to Fanroll Dice. You could use our promo code AlmightyC10. That's A L L Mighty in the letter C 10. And save yourself 10% off of a set of dice. Or multiple sets of dice. Yes. 50 (laughs) sets of dice if you want to. And they don't just offer dice, they have dice trays and bags and towers and all that dice accessories mm-hmm. and the dice are really pretty and they have a custom section where if you can order if you wanted to order enough of them you can customize your own you can get a hold of them and you can contact them to custom make dice and dice bags and dice trays and they can custom make a lot of things well you heard it here if you're looking for dice look no further go to fanroll dice com to get your lovely little dice and if you're looking for that wonderful sweet ocarina go to stlocarina.com well with all that being said i think it is time to end the mid-break and go to the end of the episode the beginning of the end of the episode <laughs> well ariel here we are at the end of the episode Boo. i didn't know we could talk about fairies this long <laughs> <laughs> I. How could you not think we were going to talk about fairies this long? They're when, pretty important in Legend of Zelda. Yeah, but I just thought you know it was like they're pretty. I never thought of them in this much light. Like I never thought about how important they truly were in Legend of Zelda. Like they're pretty much one of the most important species in Legend of Zelda. So. Hmm. I'm just going to list off the different variations first, and then I will go into each of the variation. Okay. So we have fairy spirits, mm-hmm. which are the season spirits, spirits, and spirit of healing. Oh. And then we have big fairies, great fairies, stray fairies, and Link's fairy companions. We've talked about all of, I think, all of the fairy companions thus far. We have, but... 
they're <laughs> fairies and you have to mission them in a fairies episode so true so i'm gonna first start off with are the seasoned spirits and these orb-like little fairies appear in oracle of seasons and there's the spirit of winter spirit of summer spirit of spring and spirit of autumn pretty straightforward yep <laughs> I feel like they should have their own names other than Spirit of Winter. Yeah. Like it should be like Chelsea. Chelsea. <laughs> like they should have their own names. I'm sorry, the name Chelsea just threw me off though. Chelsea. <laughs> the fairy of winter. Like I <laughs> doesn't seem very well, I didn't say Elsa. Uh, okay. I mean, yeah, it's it just I <laughs> it was the first name that popped up. I picture into my more head. of like an elfish kind of name. That I don't know. Chelsea. <laughs> Chelsea. Samantha. Samantha. See what I mean? <laughs> Tammy. <laughs> Going on with this, they have complete control of their respective seasons. Mm-hmm. So those are their little power, little powers. You know? mm-hmm. So, and they live inside the Temple of Seasons of Holodrum, inside a tower in each corner. They each, you get a corner, and you get a corner. Mm. Nobody puts fairy in the corner. You do if they're season spirits. <laughs> and that's basically all I got on them. Yeah, there's not a lot of them. I mean, in the storylines and stuff there is, but there's... Other than that, there's not really a whole lot of background, background information Mm-mm. about them. They're in charge of the seasons. That's, and they help Link on his way. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yep. So the next one I have are spirits. So the spirits are meta- metaphysical entities without a body, mm-hmm. you know, like you would envision a spirit or a ghost. Yeah. And they're obviously the form of the deceased. Mm-hmm. Clearly, like a ghost. And they make their first appearance in Majora's Mask. Mm-hmm. I will say that spirits are different than Poe. And we'll get to that later when we start talking about Poe, but Poe are basically evil ghosts. So anyway, I wanted to make that clarification. (laughs) You can find spirits using the lens of truth Mm -hmm. and they do like to wander around Icona Hill and the masks. Yes, masks are technically spirits. That's awful. I think it's sad. It's not awful. It's sad. Okay, so it's a weird thing. The masks themselves technically aren't spirits. They're fragments of the spirits left to aid Link on his journey. Yep. The, spirits, the spirits themselves have passed on. Yeah, like Goron Mask, Armani. Mm-hmm. You got the Zora Mask, Macau. Like we had, I mean, we'd already gone over this, but still, sad. So... And the spirits in Four Swords Adventures, though, <laughs> those are the old men that you can find in caves and dungeons that help the four links by giving them cryptic hints. Mm-hmm. Can't just give me the answer. <laughs> no, because that would be easy. I can't. You talking about those old men in caves, I cannot wait till we get to the very first ever made Legend of Zelda game where we talk about the old man in the cave that gives you the sword. I wonder if he's a fairy or a spirit, I guess. 
So one of your favorite games, Twilight Princess. Yes. The people of Hyrule are transformed into spirits. And in Phantom or Hourglass, you have three fairies that hold titles, spirit titles. So you have Cielo, who's the spirit of time and courage. Leaf, the spirit of power. And Neri, spirit of wisdom. And then you get to Breath of the Wild. Where you have your champions. Mm-hmm. Ugh. And the king. Mm-hmm. And the dragons. Oh, yeah, I forgot about the dragons being spirits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Farash, Dinral, and Nadra. I forgot about them being spirits. It's, you just see them so many times as dragons. It's easy to forget that they are, in fact, spirit dragons. So that's kind of my little bunch on the spirits. Now let's get into the spirit of healing. Well, I want to add something here because I know people are going to be confused at this point why spirits are considered fairies. And it's simply put what we talked about in the beginning, which is fairies are spirits. So yeah, simply put, that's why they're included on this list because spirits, fairies are spirits. Ergo, spirits are technically fairies. <laughs> so the spirit of healing is in spirit tracks. It's where you get this one. And the fairy, the fairy basically heals Link when he plays the song of healing. And that's basically all they're there for. So that gets us to the big fairies. And they resemble the wingless glowing balls. And they pop up in Ocarina of Time. And like you had said before, because you had already gone over this, but you play your ocarina to make it appear. And it restores eight hearts and refills the magic meter. I didn't know about the magic meter. Honestly, I've never used one of these things. <laughs> and you definitely cannot catch them in a bottle. But you can catch the Deku Princess. Yep. <laughs> that always irritated me. Once I found out about these things, I was like, so you can't catch it in a bottle, but you can catch the Deku Princess. <laughs> Who's pretty much the same size as these things. But um, in Ocarina of Time 3D, they did make some changes to the big fairies so you can distinguish them a little easier. And they made them yellow and with wings. I haven't got a chance to play the new 3D version yet. Well, if you do, the yellow ones are the big fairies. Ooh. And then we get into the great fairies. Now the great fairies appear in a lot of games. And they're, the great fairies are also known as guardian spirits. There's that word again. Spirits. <laughs> if you go on another tangent and interrupt me about how spirits are fairies one more time, I'm going to turn you into a fairy. <laughs> so these ones are the larger, more humanoid fairies. And their main purpose is to heal Link and recover your magic meter. And in Ocarina of Time and the Wind Waker, they also bless Link with new items, powers, or upgrades to his equipment. And the majority of them can be found within Great Fairy Fountains. But did you know that in Breath of the Wild, the 
great fairies have names? I did. Mm. Of course, because you know everything. You know what their names are. No. (laughs) I just know one of them is a boy. (laughs) No. No. These four ones are the four girl fairies. Mm Mm-hmm. Kotera, Kesa, Miha, and Tara. Okay. But the one you're talking about, Melania. The horse god. I still don't. I disagree with you. <laughs> I 100% disagree with you. Him, with him being a fairy. I think he's just a god. <laughs> We're gonna have to get into a theory debate episode at some point. <laughs> Yeah, I'll fight you on that. And I could be wrong, but I don't care. It's my opinion, and my opinion is he is not a great fairy. What the book says. I don't care what the book (laughs) says, and I don't care if I'm wrong. (laughs) I'll die on this hill. (sighs) So, this leads me into stray fairies, which is also known as forest fairies. And they're the representations of portions of a shattered great fairy. In a region where a great fairy lay at the mercy of her stray fairies, they will appear individually and often at hard-to-reach heights or inside treasure chests. And the collection of all the stray fairies in a region will facilitate the resurrection of that great fairy upon returning them to their respective fairy fountain. So, See, this is another reason why I think all the little fairies that float around are technically a part of a stray fairy because we know they can be broken into pieces or sorry stray fairy great fairy (laughs) so then you have Link's fairy companions I'm just gonna name them because we've talked about them there's Navi there's Tattle and there's Ciela which we haven't talked about them yet but we will talk about them when we get the Phantom Hourglass there's a reason we don't talk about things in the future (laughs) And then there's one last thing I want to talk about that Aaron forced me to put in here. Bye. There's a reason I forced you. (laughs) She is a humanoid spirit living inside the goddess sword. There it is. (laughs) And guides Link through his adventure. Mm -hmm. We talked about her in Skyward Sword a lot. And with Aaron's whole spiel on spirits or fairies... He forced me to put Fi on. <laughs> now it's it's not determined canon or not, but it's hard to deny facts, which are spirits are fairies. Not all spirits, but like ninety percent of the spirits are considered fairies, and Fi is a spirit. A spirit that dies after her task is complete. Mm, see, there it is. Boom! <laughs> and was created by the goddess Hylia. Uh huh. There's a lot of puzzle pieces there that fall right into place. I, I asked Arrow to put this on the list because of these reasons, so we could discuss it briefly and get your thoughts on it. As much as I like to give Aaron a hard time, kind of right. Yeah. All the great fairies were created by 
the goddesses, and they all have special tasks. You know, this, those tasks vary throughout, you know, different things from protecting the springs, guiding life, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Fee was created specifically to live in the goddess sword and guide the hero to his destiny. And once that task was complete of sealing the evil inside of the blade, she had to give her life to complete that task. There's a nice little theory that uh, we'll discuss as Tears of the Kingdom draws closer uh, later in one of the episodes, but there is a theory that Skyward Sword, Breath of the Wild, and now Tears of the Kingdom represent different pieces of the Triforce, and all of them will reflect each other in some way or form. It's an interesting thought. But, yes. If you ask me, I consider Fee, or Fi, however you want to say it, a spirit. Well, I mean, she is a um, spirit. <clears throat> I meant a fairy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all tongue-tied now. I'm excited. Uh, I consider her fairy because of the guidelines, because of what's happened, because of what happens throughout her lifespan. All of these things, how she was created, all of these fit the puzzle pieces particularly precise to being a fairy. I'm just saying. Well, anyway. That is why I had Ariel include Fee. Fi. Fo? Fum? <laughs> In our list of fairies. Uh, do us a favor. Let us know what you think. Leave a leave a review or hit us up in the Discord. See, Let us know what you think of this theory and all the other theories we discussed today because I'm super excited to get into some conversations with this because I've been holding on to these theories for a hot minute. That's one hot minute. <laughs> we'll see you next minute. <laughs> Sorry, I just couldn't help it. But anyway, with that being said, I think that's the end of the show, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Except well, for where we talk about oh. what we're going to talk about next. Oh, I'm super excited about this. I'm super excited that it was brought up in a review. That I should do this. <laughs> or we should. But I'm going to take it because... Go for it. Beatles, my guy. It's all right. Because the episode after, I'm stealing it back. <gasps> and we're going to talk about my boy... Tangle. Uh, yes. Oh boy. Ooh. <laughs> I can come up with multiple episodes on Tangle. <laughs> uh. So I hope you're ready for a wild ride with us in the next two episodes. Beetle and Tangle getting their own special little episodes. But until next time, thank you for listening and tune in next week. Bye. Thank you all for listening to the Legend of Zelda Lorecast tonight. We hope you enjoyed yourselves. If you did, tell a friend, leave a review. We'd love to hear from you. You can chat with us all things Legend of Zelda on the Robots Radio Discord. Or you can get hold of us on our Twitter at LOZ Lorecast. Intro and outro are done by Bentonal Landscape. Links are in the show notes below. Till next time, dear listener, it's dangerous to go alone. Take this.